0: Hey, everyone, welcome to Conversations, and I'm joined with my absolutely amazing wife, Lisa Bevere. I'm John Bevere, and before we just jump into today, yeah. let's talk about Christmas just happened. Yes. And we're just a few days after, yes. and a lot of people are starting to think about next year, yeah. and that's what we're going to focus on today. But before we jump into this, we want to remind you that Conversations is a part of a family uh, a podcast that we yeah. do at Messenger International. We've got "At Home with the Beveres, which is brand new, yep. which has really been a lot of fun. We also have the Godmothers,
1: the with, Godmother, the no.
0: Godmother. Yeah, with I Lisa. mean, people
1: can we can have more than one Godmother, but it's called the Godmother.
0: <laughs> and then we have let's talk about it yep. with our sons and daughters. And we just want to remind you today. That um, if you haven't, please rate, review, or subscribe to the show. If you review it, if you write a review, you might get it read on the show. It's true, and we're gonna do that today with Cora. Cora, Did, now, uh, help me with this last name. I- Did dear. Didier, I think is the way you say it, right? Didier? I'm
1: just going with Cora. Cora.
0: Let's go going, with Cora. I'm just going right. with Cora. Cora said, I must have been living under a rock. No, you weren't. But she got, she goes, ha ha. I just started listening and I absolutely love hearing your words. I started with the marriage episode back in 2021. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Cora, thanks so much. We appreciate that review very, yeah. very much.
1: And you know, more and more people are like, hey, hey, we, we love hearing you guys talk about marriage. Uh, I was just, you know, having an opportunity to minister and people are like, hey, we love it when you and your husband talk about marriage issues. But okay, Christmas is over. And normally right now, everyone is thinking about what they want to do the next next year. year. But we're going to actually change this up a little bit rather than asking people to say, what's your goal for next year? Rather than having to say, I'm so glad 2022 is over. We want to actually bring forth the good. We want to say, what are some of the amazing things that you learned in 2022? And I'm going to start that with you, JB. What is your favorite lesson or memory from 2022?
0: Well, I have a lot of them, but I would have to say... um hearing God, and obeying Him, and writing the brand new book called The Awe of God. So the book is complete. It's uh, actually gone to press already. Its pub date is February 21st. I feel like that was a major ask of the Holy Spirit, Mm. and it wasn't easy, because it took about six months to get this whole project accomplished. And um, did I have a lot of challenges? Yes. And um,
1: and let me just say this. When you have challenges, I have challenges.
0: And when you have challenges, I have challenges because we're it's one. True.
1: It's true. It's
0: true. But I think what people do is they start, like you said, Lisa, they think about all the really tough things that happened in the previous year. And there is a, a saying that a very wise couple used to say to us all the time. And they said, let your past be your teacher and let your future be your friend. And I think that's the way we need to approach 2020. Yeah. Three, uh, my goodness! It's just hard to even say twenty-three. I remember when it.
1: I actually was having a hard time saying twenty twenty-two. Still, yeah, so I'm a little shocked. It that went we're, so fast yeah, last we're year. We're on the threshold of twenty
0: twenty-three. But there is something about remembering what God did in our life, also learning from our challenges, and bringing it into the next year. Instead of just saying it was a big waste, I don't want to even think about it anymore. I think there's so much that we can bring into the next year from the previous.
1: Well, I'm really surprised you did not have my favorite thing from 2022 as your favorite thing. From now, wait a
0: minute. Whoa, whoa, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. 40
1: years of marriage. 40, wait 40 a minute. Years. You
0: didn't say what was my funnest thing I, about 2022. I favorite.
1: Okay, I did. so I
0: thought you were talking about accomplishments as far as what well, God that, had spoken me. Hello, I guess that, that is, is a massive... That is I'm feeling here right now, baby. No.
1: <laughs> well, and you know what? I mean, the truth is... And I'm just going to say this, as, as someone who came from very broken examples of marriage, I'm just excited that we could do marriage for 40 years and actually really like each other and actually really enjoy each other. And I just feel like it was a win. I also would say, I feel like finishing growing up my gray hair was a win.
0: Okay. I,
1: I, I, know, I know that John is still, still not Hundred percent positive that it's a win, and you may be seeing just hints of purple. That that happens because I was a little careless this morning, but but here's the thing.
0: Thank you for that I, inside I, information.
1: I, you're welcome. How do you get well,
0: careless with purple um, hair? I as a man, I don't get that.
1: Yeah, one. you know, and hopefully that's never an issue for you. Okay, but good. Yeah, th- right. that's good. that's one of the things. But yeah, I I think one of my greatest things was actually embracing my age. And I think it's important for us to understand that the right thing in the right season is always going to be your strongest position. So I love that. Um, and well,
0: Let me say this. I'd, yes. I'd marry you again in a heartbeat tomorrow if, if I was able to. It, being married to you for 40 years, I would not be the man I am today. So it is one of our highlights. It is the biggest highlight, I think, of 2022. So- You win on that one. You're totally right on that one. That's all right, yeah. And so- um, I wasn't
1: looking for a win. win. (laughs) Yeah, and then, okay, but something else I would say that I have learned is um, to be aware that other people are really hurting. Uh, People react in certain ways when they're agitated and angry. And I think that more than ever, I've learned over the last year to be slower to speak, quicker to listen, slower to get angry, slower to post angry things. I I have been um, aware that we've had some things shift in the body of Christ. We saw Roe v. Wade overturned at a federal level and go to the state's level. And I feel like that was a major opportunity for people to be called up. But I was sad that I saw a lot of Christians, instead of seeing it as an opportunity to say, hey, come on, let's all, let's all rally, they took it as an opportunity to attack other people and call them out rather than call them up. And so one of my lessons from 2022 that I'm taking is to live in a way that I'm calling other people higher rather than attacking other people when I perceive or think that their position is lower. So that's just, that's just something I'm thinking about.
0: I'm also seeing a great divide. And um Paul makes the statement in in 1 Corinthians 11 that I think a lot of people just kind of read over, but he said he said there must Actions. be di- there must yep. be divisions among you. Mm-hmm. Now listen to what he says to these believers. There must be divisions among you that those who are approved and of genuine character might be recognized. If you look at Malachi, Malachi talks about right before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. He said that you're not going to be able to tell the difference between the righteous and the wicked. Why is that? In other words, there is a very famous minister in the 20th century who made a prophetic word. Her name was Amy Siblin McPherson. She said, in the final days, I see the righteous and the wicked worshiping God together in the same house. Now, But not
1: in a good way.
0: No, she wasn't saying yeah, okay. that in a good way. All right. What Malachi goes on to say is that the fire of God, <clears throat> the refining, is going to separate truly those who serve God and those who don't. And I'm just wondering with what's happening today, if there are not a lot of people who are identifying as being Jesus' followers, but yet Jesus said the true way we would know them is by their fruit. right? And when you look at people who are now arguing for abortion, for the right to take a human life under any circumstance, I don't think that's the fruit of somebody who is a Jesus follower. And if you look at Israel, Israel went—
1: For somebody that doesn't understand what actually is going on, because this is what I have seen, a lot of people, as soon as they understand what abortion is and they understand what the process looks like, they change their mind. I think there—I just want to bring some clarity here that when there is not— uh, clarity of what's happening it's yeah. it, there's a lot of confusion yes. uh, that's going on yeah so but
0: you know if you just look at jesus he said you'll know a true believer by their actions
1: yeah by their fruit and yeah. by their
0: by what they're saying yeah. by their actions and i think it's just in the, we're living in a day where you got to realize there's going to be a lot of people that identify as being believers that just aren't and paul the apostle said that he said in the last days He said, very difficult times are going to come. And he starts listing all this stuff that's going to happen. People are going to be selfish. They're going to love pleasure more than God. They're going to be backbiters. They're going to be gossipers. He names all these things. And he says, they're going to say, they're going to profess a faith in Jesus. Yeah a faith in God, mm-hmm. but they're gonna deny him by the way they live. Yeah. And so I believe we're living in that day, and I don't believe that's the time where you look at somebody and say, you're a false prophet, you're this. I think that's a time where you realize, hey, this is the time I've gotta share the Word of God, out of a heart filled with love for that yeah. person. So we're not yeah. angry at that person. Yeah. We're not looking at that person as, oh, you're so wicked, I don't want anything to do with you. I think it's time now more mm-hmm. that we speak the truth in love. Yeah. Even if it's thrown back at our faces, right. even if it's we're scoffed at, if we're looked at as legalists, we've got to be able to speak the truth in love. But if you don't can't do it in love, if you don't really love that person, then just keep your mouth shut until you... You do love them, and then you can speak the truth. I love that. Because truth spoken out of legalism will really hurt somebody. It will really push somebody away. And, you know, I remember, Lisa, one time I spoke the truth out of a loving heart, and somebody in the congregation went to my table weeping, saying, I need that book. I remember that. When in reality, the pastor was concerned that the person thought that it was legalism. Yeah. And so it was... Two What's different the things fear going of man,
1: on. The fear of man can keep us from actually speaking truth. You know, one of the things, and you and I were talking about this yesterday in preparation for this. Um, Matthew 13, 52 says, and he said to them, This is Jesus. He's just talked about a bunch of parables. He's talked about this over so is CD. He's doing all of these different parables, and he says, Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. So, this was kind of our idea for this looking at looking at 2023. Let's take the treasure from 2022. Let's take the faithfulness of God. And you and I were talking how God would tell the children of Israel, "Hey, don't forget don't forget how i did this this and this when i when i took you through the wilderness when i brought you into the promised land all of these lessons and then you and i we get to go through and see the examples of the children of israel so that they are our examples so that we can remember what what right things they did and what wrong things they did. And I can look back at my own life and see those same things. And so like some of the scriptures and some of the things that I want to remember uh, for next year are th- these lessons that relationships matter, uh, people matter, that how I handle the truth matters, that I speak the truth Matters that uh, that I am not in, ensnared by the fear of man. That matters, and you know the truth is there's just a lot of people that don't have clarity on how to navigate truth and love. So yeah. they either go into the love zone and just get well, confused, when or the God truth did zone.
0: something significant in the children of Israel's life, or with Jacob, yeah. or they would build an altar. And what was that altar for? A memorial stone. So they would remember what God did. If you look at the book of Psalms, it's constantly saying, remember, remember, remember. In other words, God is saying, do you remember that I delivered you out of bondage? Yeah. I mean, you were the most powerful nation in the world, had you in captivity. I delivered you with a strong hand, right? And so we need to remember the things that God has done for us. One of the absolute curses that comes on a person when they stop walking in godliness. Apostle Peter said in second Peter chapter one is that they were they forget yeah. that they were forgiven of their former sins. Yeah. Now that's that's a curse. He says you Book become James blind. talks
1: about you look at yourself Go away, and you immediately forget you were cleansed what of your kind sins. Of man you so are. you live with a constant awareness of shame and sin.
0: And so Peter, Peter says, he says, I want you to make every effort with your faith to live in moral excellence. Okay, that's a big one right there. That's kind of been lost today in our society. He said walk in the knowledge of God. So he's saying you better study the Bible to know the word of God so you can walk in it. That's why Paul said, Mm -hmm. study to show yourself approved. Peter then says, walk in self-control. So self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit. He said, be patient. He said, endure. He said, walk in godliness, walk in brotherly affection, and most of all, walk in the agape love of God towards one another. He said, The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So in other words, you forget
1: the great mercy
0: of God on your life. You forget that he delivered you. And when Israel forgot, Mm-hmm. That the Lord had delivered them, they started sacrificing their babies to idols. Yeah. They started sacrificing their their resources to idols. Mm-hmm. They started giving their strength to idols. Right. And so we, as a people, going into 2023, it's a good thing to look back and start recounting everything God did. Maybe even journal it down before you start saying, "Okay, this is where I'm going to go in 2023." And be
1: thankful. Yes. I mean, the truth is a lot of us in 2020, like didn't even know we'd be here. Okay. So John, one of my favorite scriptures for focus is found in Hebrews 12 too, I believe it is. Yeah. Hebrews 12 too. You know, I'm really bad with references. So I was surprised I knew that. It said, keep your eyes on Jesus. It says, who both began And finish this race we're in. Now, I just want to pause there. You and I have been married 40 years. We've been in ministry almost that long. We saw a lot of people begin well, begin smart, begin focused, and end up stupid. I feel like you and I started stupid. I want to end up smart. But if you actually keep your focus on Jesus and study how he did it. That's the next thing is say, study how he did it, not how other people aren't doing it, not how I think people should do it, but I study how Jesus did. Jesus becomes my focus. And then it goes on, and this is of course the message paraphrase, it says, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God. So we finish in, and we finish with.
0: Okay, so keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Yeah. Can we get practical? Yeah. Okay, the Word of God. This yeah. is this is Hebrews chapter four. The Word of God is alive.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: It's alive. Yep. Yeah. And powerful. Yep. Yeah. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Yep. Yeah. Pierces to the division of soul and spirit, joint and moral, yeah. and is the discerner of thoughts and intents of the yeah. heart. What's the next statement? The next sentence says, for there is no created being that is out of his sight. Yeah. So he's actually There's nothing hidden. He's yeah. actually referring to the Word of God because it's alive as being Jesus being the living word of God. Yeah. Okay. So if you look at the information that is blasted at us every single day, I mean, it's like it's like a rapids. You know, when you yeah. and I grew up and we were we were young we didn't have social media. We didn't have podcasts and we didn't have, we didn't have all this stuff. Right. They, they're actually saying that a person will get more information thrown their way in one day than, than somebody used like to do in their, well, I heard in their entire year, a oh, hundred years oh, ago. wow. Wow.
1: Okay? okay.
0: For the entire year, a hundred years ago. So now you've got all this coming. What does that mean we have to do? We have to, to turn aside, as Moses did, and see this great sight. And we see this great sight. This is why Paul said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. We have to get into the word. And that is what's going to keep us going for the year, is to really focus in on the word of God.
1: Right. And uh, you know what? And we are like, we have not even touched our points, but I hope people are actually hearing. And I want I want you to say this. There's a lot of people. John is the most disciplined person I know. He's the most focused person I know. But if you're saying, oh, every year I try to go through the Bible in a year and I mess up, or I just don't have a pattern or read, we want to help you with how you can Focus. And we would rather you start than you just like sign up for something that you can't actually finish. So that you know, there's people that actually feel a guilty thing by the end of January because they're behind. You, I know, read the Bible consistently. Is there an easy way for someone to start? Somebody's out there, they failed every single year. How how can they make the word of God their focus?
0: So I find that. The less you read the Word of God, the less you want to read the Word of God. It's just the opposite of right. eating. Yeah. The less you eat, the more hungry you get. The more your body screams. Well, your spirit's different.
1: Well, the more I, I eat chocolate, the more chocolate <laughs> I want to
0: eat. So. <laughs> and so, I was just in a businessman businesswoman's conference last week speaking, and um, I love
1: how you split the genders. You couldn't just say business. I was in conference. a business
0: <laughs> conference. Okay. <laughs> it's very. And cute. one of the one of the business. I think it was women or men that was the guest speaker got up and said, I do not want to start a day. I don't even want to begin the day without being in the scripture because it opens me up to hear the Holy Spirit the rest of the day. Now, this was a very successful business person. So they developed the discipline. Oh, wow, that's self-control. Didn't we just talk about that? Yes, did. they developed a the discipline. Yep. Now, what the way I find it is, the more I read the Bible, the more I want to read it. Why is that? Because God starts opening up new, fresh things to me I haven't seen before. So I always ask the Holy Spirit, "Please open my eyes." And I want to say this to everybody: here's 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 the trap. The trap is this: you say, "Okay, I'm going to read my Bible this year," right? So you miss two days, and now you're eight chapters behind. And then you go. It's no use,
1: right? That's what that's what I want to avoid for that.
0: That is what we do not want you to do. What we want you to do is, I don't care if you just read three verses, and you have had three, and you've had time to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you out of those three verses. That's okay. But don't give up and just say, "Oh, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'm not getting anything out of it." Just connect with God. I don't care if it's five verses, 10 verses, one chap, one chapter, or if it's your four chapters, don't stop doing it. And if it takes you two years, 2024, three and 2024 to get through, great. Just keep it up. If you miss a day, don't beat yourself up. Just start the very next day yeah. and just make sure you keep a steady flow of the Word of God coming into you because Everything else in society is vying for your attention.
1: I love that. You know, I also want to just encourage people as we close, um, first and foremost, I want to challenge you before you look into 2023 to write down those places, those altars where you saw the faithfulness of God. I want you to look back because when you look back, I think you're going to find out that there was decisions that you made that actually set you on a trajectory of God's faithfulness. I want you to look back and I want you to actually recount, not just to yourself, but maybe to your spouse, to your friends, to your children, and say, this is where we celebrated and saw the faithfulness of God in our marriage in our family, in our provision, in our job. Some of you have so much to celebrate. I want you to look back and let that be a platform of God's faithfulness as you look forward. Yes. Yeah, I love that. And
0: listen, we just want to thank you all for listening, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, very, very important, and this will really help you with your year, Download the Messenger X app if you haven't done it. Yeah,
1: we've got a whole thing on Focus called Focus 5. Yes. Little five minute teaching yes. on how to focus. So
0: we've got short teachings. Yeah. We've had 40 courses that have like 15 minutes per lesson. So even those aren't long, intensive time yeah. things because you can just go through it at your pace. We have books that you can just sit there every time you're in your car. You can hit the button and audiobooks. keep listening to the audiobook. We have, I think, eight audiobooks on there. We have audio books on by the by the fathers by people like Brother Lawrence, um, E.M. Bounds, Uh, we've got uh, A.W. Tozier, The Pursuit of God. Mm -hmm. Just get a stream of his word coming into you, whether it's teachings on the course or it's the books. So you download it by just going to the App Store, type in Messenger X, no space between the R and the X, or you can go to Google Play if you've got an Android. It's so funny. How many business people had Androids last week? And I said, oh, and by the way, we've got you Android people covered. And they all started laughing. And I start, saw a bunch of more phones go up. So That's I awesome. guess Android people think sometimes we leave them out. We're not leaving you right. out.
1: And can I say something? Yes. I don't know if people know we've got a goal. We want to see 1 million, million downloads and we are almost there. We got. Three days to make that happen. You could actually be that person. Well, that's
0: actually one million users. One
1: million okay
0: so share with users. like four friends in the next two yes. days. And if and everybody see, does that, yeah, see we're if people gonna,
1: want to go on a journey with you on this. Because we're
0: almost there. Yeah, we're just about so there.
1: Close, so yes, close. Yes, we are. So yeah. Yeah, until next time, yeah.
0: Is this is is it time to say well, until was, next time? Yeah, no, you, can, you got some. I on? was
1: going to say we also have a brand new podcast that yes. we are doing called At, At Home, Home with Home the, with the So we will continue conversations. Don't be worried about that. But we also would love to meet you on At Home with Baveers. And now sure. you can now. Until go.
0: next time, this has been Conversations with John and Lisa. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with John and Lisa Bevere. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you love to listen. Also, if you haven't already, go right ahead and download Messenger X to hear more content from John and Lisa Bevere and other great messengers. Again, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Conversations with John and Lisa.